accidentally do things you'll later regret. Oh no, you did. Hello and welcome to Let's Place, a podcast where we objectively rank every video game ever made according to quality. I'm your host, Luke. I've got my co-host with me, Chelsea. Howdy. And Crystal. Hello. And I am joined by two brand new guests. We got Alex. Hiya. And Peter. Hey. So, uh, as of this recording, we are a few days out from our 2018 Extra Life Marathon, where we uh, you know, played video games for something like 40 hours straight, and uh, to raise money for, for the hospitals. From, and, from Friday uh, evening to Sunday morning. Yeah. And as part of that, we said that anyone that donates uh, 10 bucks can uh, get, like, five games placed. And for 20 bucks, they can guest. Uh, friend of the show, Reese, donated $200 uh, <laughs> to get five games placed, but they did not want to be here for it. So we're just going to talk <laughs> about kids. five of their favorites. We're just going to talk about five of their favorite video games and probably shit all over them. Oh, no. <laughs> no, listen, at least one of these I'm going to fight for pretty hard. Oh, yeah, uh, I know my one. Yeah, I think I know your one, too. Can't wait to find out what they are. We are placing Kingdom Hearts 2, oh, Bloody Roar 2, Breath of Fire 3, Illusion of Gaia, and Beautiful Joe. I've played none of these. <laughs> oh, fantastic. Well, that means you can be objective. You haven't been tainted by the, you know, by experience. I also have no experience with any of these. I've tried playing Kingdom Hearts. Fantastic. All right, well, let's uh, get into the Moby Games page for Kingdom Hearts 2. This is a long description. Weird that someone had a lot of things to write about a Kingdom Hearts game. Let's see, Sora, Donald, and Goofy are back in the third installment of the Kingdom Hearts series, Kingdom Hearts 2. <laughs> Continuing where Kingdom Hearts' chain of memories left off. The trio awakens from their sleep and goes to Twilight Town. When the game begins, you'll first have control over a boy named Roxas, who wields a dual keyblade. He's trying to enjoy the remainder of his summer vacation with his friends, but he keeps having flashbacks of someone else's memories. When he meets up with Sora, the two learn that they have a special connection with one another. Afterwards, the group will continue their search for King Mickey and Riku. This time, they'll travel to new worlds and work with various characters from the Disney and Final Fantasy universes. This includes worlds from not only Disney's animated movies, but other movies as well, like Pirates of the Caribbean and Tron. In Kingdom Hearts 2, Sora and his friends will battle various enemies, including the Heartless from Kingdom Hearts, but also a group of enemies called Nobodies. Nobodies are non-existent beings who are under the control of Organization 13, a group of 13 members in black coats that Sora and his friends have reduced down to just half. Gameplay is very similar to Kingdom Hearts. The player controls Sora with Donald and Goofy helping with their magic and attacks. Sora can use various magic powers as well as use Summon, which will call upon the aid of special Disney characters that will temporarily fight alongside him. A new feature of combat is Reaction Commands. Some enemies will leave themselves open during attacks, and if the player presses the reaction command button when prompted, Sora will take advantage of the situation, either turning an enemy's attack against them, striking from a defenseless side for extra damage, or avoiding an otherwise unavoidable attack. As the trio levels up and progresses in the game, they'll gain new abilities that they can equip. 
Also, after Mickey meets the party, if Sora is KO'd, the player will have the option of controlling Mickey and defending Sora until he can move. This gets really deep into <laughs> Kingdom Hearts' systems. There's two more paragraphs here, but you know what? I think we get the idea. Luke, we gotta talk about the gummy ship, though. It returns. <laughs> the gummy ship returns, but the speed of combat during gummy ship levels has been greatly increased. While the path of the gummy ship is still out of the player's control, the ship can now attack enemies to the front sides and behind. Gummy ship levels can be re-challenged at different difficulty levels, with different levels of offering greater challenge and new enemy patterns. Achieving high scores in these levels rewards new gummy ship parts and plans. Luke, <sighs> tell me about the drive gauge. <laughs> Another new feature is the drive gauge. When filled and activated, Sora absorbs the strength of his allies and gains new powers, like long-range magical bullets in magician form, or the ability to use two keyblades key in strength form. Using drive forms will power them up, unlocking new abilities and allowing them to be used for longer periods of time. That is all there is on this page. You can't make me read anymore. Oh, wow. Anyway, I played a little bit of Kingdom Hearts 1 when it came out. I borrowed it from a friend who was really into it. I got maybe six hours into it and got really bored and gave it back to my friend. Kingdom Hearts and that's 2 is the, a better game. I've heard Kingdom Hearts 2 is better, but I'm also a weirdo completionist. He's like, yeah, but I'd want to play the first one first. So I've told myself for like over a decade now that I one of these days will... Like, just muscle through these games just to, like, know what the fuck people are talking about with them. I don't think that's the right way to find out what <laughs> Kingdom Hearts is about. Like, if you don't like probably it not. by that point, you should probably just read a wiki. Yeah, you're probably right. You, you can get the full bundle of all of them on the PlayStation 4 for a mere $100. And yeah, they've released... Three. They've released what? Kingdom Hearts... 1.5, Kingdom Hearts 2.5, and Kingdom Hearts 2.8, but it's Roman numeral <laughs> 2 point, like, Arabic number 8. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's the most incredible title uh, ever. I s There's also, yeah, of course, I'm the mobile game. thinking the, yeah. the title that's got me going. I'm, I'm currently looking at a timeline, like, the chronological order that the Kingdom Hearts series runs through. Um, oh, no. And the one that jumps out at me is uh, Kingdom Hearts... 358 slash two days. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> That's a good one. I just don't understand why they don't just call it like Kingdom Hearts 179 days. There is a reason, what? but why didn't they spoiler. just do, why didn't they just do the, the, you know, mathematics for us? There is a reason actually. <laughs> I, uh, Please enlighten I, us. <laughs> yeah, sure. Go ahead. It's like a time travel thing or something, right? No, it's not a time travels thing. It's, it's that, the 358 days are experienced by two people, both oh, Roxas and Xion. Uh, oh, I thought it was Aqua. Which one's she in? Xion's the is one of the other Soras. Okay, They're both Soras. Now, see, oh no! You thought I said which one is Xion because that's the name, but I was saying which one is she in, referring to Aqua. Aqua's in Birth by Sleep. <laughs> okay. As well as in Kingdom Hearts Three Ground Zeroes, a fragmentary passage. Wait, there's a Kingdom Hearts game called Kingdom Hearts Ground Zeroes? No, but it's the equivalent of Ground Zeroes. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, you had me worried. I, I'm, like, I, I approach this question with trepidation, but where does Dream Drop Distance fit in? 
Uh, That's the, like, that name uh, gets me so bad. Kingdom Hearts yeah. 3D Dream Drop Distance is uh, the latest in the timeline. Is okay. it actually? Okay. I, it, well, I can't get into of, this. Of, uh, well, I guess... I'm going to drop the timeline in the actual yeah. chat Please. for us all so that we can have a look at this. Right, Kingdom Hearts 3D is sort of meant to be like a, like a prologue to yeah. Kingdom Hearts 3, a game yeah. that would end up releasing seven years later. So if I... Okay. My... Like, at this point, I've absorbed a lot of the Kingdom Hearts story by osmosis. I'm sure there's gaping holes in my understanding. But from what I know about Kingdom Hearts 1, you and your friends Riku and Kairi live on a, a cute little island, and you want to go exploring the world, but then, like, some bad shit happens, and you all get separated out into, like, the multiverse. And Sora's got to team up with Goofy and Donald Duck to, like, save the world slash find his friends. You know why Riku is kind of like a... I don't know if he's a bad guy, but he's, like, an anti-hero. Like, it's like, oh, whose side is he on kind of thing. And then yeah. Kairi is, like, missing, and you're trying to find her and save her. And there's a bad guy named Ansem who's doing something at a place called Hollow Bastion that people think was cool at the time. And I don't know who Ansem actually is, but if, maybe you beat him in that game, or maybe he gets away? Well, he goes by Ansem, but he's not, uh, Ans he's Ansem Seeker of Darkness, right, as distinct okay. from the so-called true Ansem, who appears in Kingdom Hearts 2 under the alias of Diz, which stands for Darkness in Zero. Oh my god. <laughs> and then I know that another major enemy in the game is Xehanort, who is, like, trying to turn every soul into a copy of his soul or something? Xehanort does not appear in Kingdom Hearts 1, although if right. you look back on it, his influence is obviously felt. Obviously. As Ansem, Seeker of Darkness, is the heartless of young Xehanort. Okay, Which is Xehanort's sure. uh, soul possessing the body of Terra. Wait, but I thought nobody's... Or, or wait, no, you said... The nobody or the heartless of him? No, okay, to be clear, I know this is a little this is a little backwards. But heartless Right. Have no body and nobodies have no heart. Yes. This is why I'm so right. scared to get into these games. This is exactly why. <laughs> <laughs> but so so is so is Ansem is nobody or is heartless? So Ansem is his heartless. But Okay, yeah, but doesn't Ansem have like a physical form? I thought I thought yes. Heartless were like weird monster guys. Like the ones you fight in Kingdom Hearts One are like cute little shadow devils. There are some Heartless that are powerful enough to maintain a form. Okay, Zemnis sure. is the nobody of Xehanort. Okay, because I I the you know I know when they showed off that last Kingdom Hearts Three trailer, one of the big things everyone was freaking out about. I guess the way you know that someone has like been taken over by Xehanort is that their eyes turned yellow like his and Aqua. Has Xehanort eyes. Yeah, Aqua got Norded. Aqua but, got Norded. Uh, Xehanort yes, <laughs> does not actually appear until Kingdom Hearts Birth by Sleep for the. Oh, he's not even in Kingdom Hearts Two. No, again, like he he his influence is felt. He does not directly appear, except of okay. course in the secret post credit scene. Is he even okay? So he's like alluded to in Kingdom Hearts Two. It's not like retroactively, obviously, he's involved. It's there's some other force here that we like haven't discovered and then it's a reveal what it is yeah i don't think his name is ever written sure. until birth by sleep that's fair but but yes you can you can there is an implied 
uh, masterminds. Okay. That's something, at least. Because also, isn't, um... Isn't the, like, sorcerer from, uh... The sorcerer's apprentice from, like, Fantasia, like, a major bad guy? Or is he a good guy? Yensid? Yensid's a good guy. Yensid's a good guy, okay. Okay. <laughs> These are confusing games, if you... Especially if you haven't played them. Uh... Yeah. Alright, I, I guess let's just, figure uh, out how good this game like is, then. voice of... Appreciation yeah. for the explanation that we've just all received from all that, because that is a lot of information to go through, <laughs> and sure. I just want to say thank you so much for <laughs> yeah having that all on hand in your head. Oh, you're welcome. See, I mean, the thing about Kingdom Hearts, it's not really about the plot, oh. it's more about the emotions, <laughs> that, which sure. Jackson tells me is all stories. Right. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of true, yeah. I was going to say, Kingdom Hearts is like... Homestuck for the PlayStation. Oh boy. It really isn't. <laughs> it seems like it. Like, when you're reading the wiki, maybe, but when you're going through it properly, it's it's not... It doesn't present it the way... It, it's easier to follow. Alright, sure. Alright, well, uh, let's start placing it. We have placed 455 games so far, which means this starts at game number 227. Uh, Chelsea, is Kingdom Hearts 2 better or worse than another Japanese RPG, Persona 5, where a group of high schoolers get magic shadow powers and take on the establishment, but also there's some bad stuff in there. Now, Luke, that's a, is a good question. Yeah. Um, I'll pass for now. <laughs> okay, alright. Crystal. Kingdom Hearts 2. Alright, that's one for Kingdom Hearts. Uh, Alex. My, oh boy. My my only, like, point of reference for this is very ancillary, like, games. Uh, like, my yeah. only experience with Persona is playing Persona Q. Sure. And then my only experience with Kingdom Hearts is knowing about the gummy ship and playing World Ends with you. So... Boy, um, <laughs> do I like the writing of Atlas games? Yeah, that's always the big question. I don't. Mm. I'm gonna go with Kingdom Hearts because I know Persona gets mm, mm, has some yeah. bad stuff. It does have some bad stuff. It's it's less bad stuff than four, but it is still there. Uh, Peter, how about you? Uh, I'm gonna go with, uh, Kingdom Hearts 2 because of, uh, Halloween Town, Christmas Town. Alright, that's, that's three for Kingdom Hearts 2. Chelsea, do you want to voice an opinion on this? Uh, no, I think I, I ended up would've gone with Kingdom Hearts. Alright, yeah, Kingdom Hearts takes it and moves up to number 113. Uh, Peter, how does it compare to, uh, Find the Invisible Cow? A browser game where you're presented with a completely blank white page uh, and a voice just saying, cow, 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 <laughs> cow. And the closer your cursor gets to the invisible cow, the voice gets louder and faster. Uh, and you just have to click when you think you're hovering over the invisible cow and it tells you if you won or not. And, then this, and if you do, it says moo. Well, as we've just heard, 
Yeah. <laughs> As we've just heard, uh, Kingdom Hearts is all about emotion. Right. How, how emotional is Invisible Cow? I would cow? say it's a pretty it's a pretty <laughs> rapturous moment when you finally find that dang cow. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm playing it now, and it's <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty it's a pretty funny joke. Oh boy! Oh, sorry. Uh, uh, Kingdom Hearts Two has the introduction of Pete as a villain. So, seeing as he's named the same as me, I'm going to go right. with Kingdom Hearts Two. Okay. Alex. Kingdom Hearts 2 definitely has a lot of depth right. to it, but I gotta say that Find the Invisible Cow probably made me laugh more than Kingdom Hearts 2 could ever make me laugh. Yeah. Hmm. I think I'm gonna go with Find the Invisible Cow <laughs> because it, it really right. struck me. That's one for each, Crystal. <laughs> Find the Invisible Cow is a beautiful game. It has yeah. such a... A, a clarity of purpose that executes perfectly. Uh huh. Yeah. I think it is very well placed in the the <laughs> quarter of the list. Sure. I think Kingdom Hearts Two is better. All right. That's that's fair. That's two for Kingdom Hearts. Chelsea. Uh, Kingdom Hearts. All right. Yeah. Kingdom Hearts takes it and continues to move up to number fifty six. Uh, Chelsea, how does it compare to Battle Chasers Night War? A Western RPG with some, like, 90s-esque comic book graphics, and it's just not much of a story. You just kind of go around and do dungeon crawling in some pretty well-rendered environments with what I hear is a cool combat system. Uh, Battle Chasers? Okay. Crystal. Kingdom Hearts. That's one for each. Alex. I kind of like the look of Battle Chasers. Yeah. But... I don't know. It, I don't think I would have a lot of fun playing it. Okay. Mm, I don't think I would have a lot of fun playing Kingdom Hearts either, because, frankly, your description of the story, I zoned out nearly immediately. You <laughs> <laughs> uh, can go and meet Jack Sparrow. You can. Meet Jack Sparrow? True. I don't want to meet Johnny Depp. Yeah. I'm going with Battle true. Chasers. All right. Yeah, it's two for Battle Chasers. Uh... Or no, I'm sorry. Uh, the, you know what? I completely blanked out. Chelsea, how did you vote? I said Battle Chasers. Okay, that is two for Battle Chasers. Yes, Peter. Uh, I'm going to make this a draw for our end, so I'm going to go with uh, Kingdom Hearts. <clears throat> okay. Um, hmm. Crystal, make g- convince me. I guess I guess you want me to describe the opening of Kingdom Hearts 2? Because I think you'd actually find it pretty interesting. Isn't it like you're playing as Roxas and you like are in? I remember people got really whiny about that opening when the game came out. Right, it is MGS two esque. Okay, see, you're using the right words. Go on, because <laughs> you know you, you think you're gonna have a fun adventure with Sora, right? And then you spend like four hours playing this other guy who looks like okay. Sora but isn't Sora. Yeah, okay. and it's just Roxas having you know this fun summer vacation with his friends. Okay, is but it he's actually being haunted fun? by this mysterious figure, Darkness and Zero, who tells okay. him that he isn't a real person. He's just a part of Sora that needs to go back to Sora's body so that he may be healed. And Fuck, Luke, Roxas, right. Roxas has to die so that Sora may live. Dang. Wait, so do, wait, does Roxas end up dying? You know, a, a part of him lives on in the heart of Sora, but yes, he's dead. Damn. <clears throat> okay. Does that happen in two, or does that happen, like, 
in, you know, dream, birth, time, sleep. No, that that's the opening of two. The three three five oh. eight over two days is sort of the story of Rox's time between his creation and his his time in organization thirteen. And the end of that game is him like going to sleep and waking up in this summer vacation simulation. Oh, gee. okay. You know what? You're selling me on it. Yeah. All right. Kingdom Hearts two. That sounds all right. <laughs> Damn it! I'm mad that I like that. <laughs> uh, that moves Kingdom Hearts two up to number twenty eight. Uh, Peter, how does it compare to Power Pro Coon Pocket three, uh, a Game Boy Advance baseball game where you're an up and coming high school baseball star? who dies and has his soul implanted into a robot, and now you have to learn how to play baseball good in your new robot body, while also remembering how to be a human being. Um, and it's got, like, social sim elements. This is a very cute-looking avatar. Yeah. He's very cute. He's got the, he's got the big eyes, which I really like. How big are yeah, the Power eyes Pro in, is like a how big, are the eyes big in yeah, they're pretty, pretty big. Power Pro is like a big baseball franchise in Japan. And then, like, the Game Boy Advance Power Pro games, they kind of got silly with them in different ways. I will say that I wouldn't have been gaming if it wasn't for baseball games. Because my mm-hmm. very first game that I ever played was uh, a Sega game, which was baseball. <clears throat> so, yeah. mm, I've got a bit of a fondness for it. Uh... But then again, Kingdom Hearts 2 has got Ariel. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. And she's my, <laughs> she's my favorite princess, so... Mm. Mm. I think I'm going to have to go for... Oh, it goes against my, my gaming history, but I'm going to have to go with Kingdom Hearts 2. All right. Uh, uh, Alex... I just listened to the episode with Power Pro Coon Pocket the other day. It reminded me of those really, like, charming uh, Mario Tennis Game Boy Color games by Camelot, which, and they later went on to go make the uh, Golden Sun games. And it's like this weird, like, RPG kind of, I don't know, I think that's really charming. So I'm going to vote for Power Pro Coon. Okay, that's one for each. Crystal. Kingdom Hearts 2. All right. Chelsea? I think if you gave me a translated uh, Power Pro and and Kingdom Hearts 2, I think I'd, I'd play Kingdom Hearts 2. Yeah? Okay. In that case, Kingdom Hearts 2 takes it and uh, moves up the list to number 14. Getting up there. Uh, Chelsea, how does Kingdom Hearts 2 compare to another Japanese RPG? Pokemon Crystal version. Uh, the first Pokemon game to let you play as a girl. Uh, it's basically an enhanced edition of Gold and Silver, where you can travel the land with 251 new friends to meet. Um, Pokemon. Alright, Crystal. Kingdom Hearts 2. Alex. Pokemon, no question. Okay, yeah, Peter. Pokemon. Alright. Kingdom Hearts' ascent is stopped by wow. Pokemon. One of the things that in Kingdom one of the new skills in Kingdom Hearts 2 yeah. is Neo Roxas knows how to skateboard. <laughs> okay. Which Sora did not know in Kingdom Hearts 1. Right. So when Roxas reunites with Sora, now Sora knows how to skateboard. 
Is it like fun to do skateboarding in it? You know, yeah, sure. <laughs> Can you do like tricks? Uh. Okay, yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> All right, yeah. Uh, Kingdom Hearts two stops and moves down from number fourteen to number twenty one. Uh, Peter, how does it compare to Polar Alarm? A game based on a German TV show. You are a man who drinks a lot of beer, which then makes <laughs> him have to pee a lot, and you have to explore a bizarre, hellish environment full of obstacles um, that stand between you and I the toilet. I didn't hear the episode where this one got this high on the list. What? Uh-huh. I am very confused. <laughs> uh, straight away, I have to... I, mean, I, I know, but... Can I just kidding? Okay, um... I'm just having a look at it now. Hmm? Um... Yeah, the UI, like, you have two meters, one that's, like, baby heads and one that's beer bottles, and then you have a portrait of your guy and, like, how much he needs to pee, and then, like, another meter that's, like, a water faucet that I guess is how much the piss is getting to you and a clock. There's a lot going on. Yeah, Kingdom Hearts. Oh, that that hurts my brain. Okay. All right, great. <laughs> uh, Alex, I don't think I've ever hated the look of a game more. <laughs> um, and it looks like this has FMV too, which just yeah. yes. makes it worse. Oh man, worse is a weird way of saying better. <laughs> I'm gonna go with Kingdom Hearts. All right, that's two for Kingdom Hearts, Crystal. What score would you guess the German site PC Player gave Polar Alarm? Out of what? Out of 100. Um, I'm going to guess around 80. 44.4. Oh, (laughs) oh, shit. (laughs) Is that a vote for Kingdom Hearts? Uh Uh-huh. All right. Uh, (laughs) Chelsea? When you walk away, you don't hear me say... I don't know what right. the rest of the lyrics. Please don't, baby. I gotta use the bathroom. Well, King Rusty uses a different theme sure. song. Uh, Sanctuary. <laughs> okay, well, Kingdom Hearts. Okay. Alright. Alright, uh, in that case, Kingdom Hearts wins and moves up the list to number 17. Chelsea, how does it compare to Animal Crossing New Leaf, the pleasant town simulator? Hmm... <sighs> Mm, Animal Crossing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Crystal? Animal Crossing never forces you to confront your own mortality <laughs> and lack of control of your own fate. Um, I would argue that if you ever turn it on after not having played it in a long time, you immediately get a profound sense of the inevitable decay of the world. <laughs> Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> All right. Uh, Alex. I love Animal Crossing. I... Mm, I don't like... I did not play New Leaf. I didn't like the one for the Wii. Uh, mm. I never played the Wii one. The problem with the Wii one just, was that it was too public. Mm. Like, you went from a Wild World, where it was like on your DS, and it was just you playing, to like you had to sit out in the living room with your family... To play Animal Crossing, because oh, sure. that's where the Wii was. 
And then your family's like, why are you playing a video game where you collect shells and sell them for a lamp? No, and then your little brother is like, I want to play. Can I play? I want to use the Wii. I want to use no, the Wii. Yeah. Right. I want to play some Red Steel. <laughs> <laughs> Boy. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. I love the one. I love the original for the GameCube. So, okay. Mm. Your little brother is like, I want to play Sonic Unleashed. I don't know how to play Sonic Unleashed. Help me play it. <laughs> I feel like this is a very specific event. <laughs> well, you know it. That happens every time. I mean, Sonic Unleashed is the better game. I'm going to go with Kingdom Hearts. All right. Uh, that is two for Kingdom Hearts. Peter. Uh, I'm going Animal Crossing New Life. Okay, yeah, that ties it. Um, I think Animal Crossing. I hope they make a good one someday. Oh, all right. <laughs> you know what, Crystal? New Leaf is a good one. <laughs> yeah, New Leaf was good. I, re- I, you know, I really want to like Animal Crossing. Yeah. The concept of Animal Crossing appeals to me. I don't yeah. like. I don't like doing it. What don't you like? About I it? like do. I'm sorry. No, no. Go ahead. Yeah. I like the idea of the game forcing you to, you know, slow down. Right. Smell the roses. But it's just so... Even things that, like, it wants you to do are just so slow and tedious and repetitive. Okay. And there's not enough roses to smell, and the roses don't smell that good. Mm -hmm. That's... See, I feel like... I was going to say Like, I get to that point eventually, like... I'm just doing the yeah. same chores every day. I don't have any new goals. I do like New Leaf did kind of start implementing like daily goals to do to unlock new furniture, mm. but at that point you're just unlocking new furniture for your house like and eventually you're going to have all the furniture and it's like like that is a big problem with Animal Crossing where like eventually you stop having things to do and it stops giving you like new goals and it doesn't like yeah. eventually, you just it just kind of stagnates. Yeah, yeah, that definitely happens. Um, but I, I think it's fun until it reaches reaches that point. Yeah, yeah it's not it's, it has not aged well in the the age of like daily mobile gaming goals and that kind of. Mm. What if you okay? What if the Switch Animal Crossing is like, oh uh, hey, you know your town is great. You have a beautifully furnished house. You know, you've caught a lot of different fishes, but now some weird animal has come into town, and uh, he has gotten all of your villagers really hooked on this new trading card game <laughs> that they want to play with you. And now it's just now it's just Hearthstone, but Animal Crossing style. Okay. I was going to mention that they they might have the idea of microtransactions. Yeah. Oh, um, uh, what was it? I, I think New Leaf eventually added, like, a Puzzle League minigame into it, didn't it? Um, it... Basically did exactly what I said. Uh, sort of, it, uh, at some point, they, uh, it might have been, like, a new fortune, a new fortune cookie item. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's it. Where you can get yeah. a 3DS, and if you play the 3DS, it lets you play, like, uh, basically an Animal Crossing, uh, paneled upon yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so let's see. Kingdom Hearts loses to Animal Crossing and moves down to number 19. 
it lost to Pokemon Crystal, but Peter, how does it do against Pokemon Emerald version? The enhanced edition of the GBA Pokemon games where you gotta fight both Team Aqua and Team Magma. Mm. And this had an update recently as well, didn't it? Or in the past year. Uh, uh they they didn't they re release like new Oh they, yeah, they did like Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire, yeah. yeah, yeah. So this would fall into the same sort of like generation. Right. Um uh, I'm gonna go with Pokemon. Okay, uh, Alex. Gen three is the best generation, so I'm gonna go with Pokemon. Ooh. Well, that's a, an opinion. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Crystal. Kingdom Hearts. All right, and Chelsea. I would rather play Pokemon. Dang. All right, yeah. Po- Kingdom Hearts cannot defeat Pokemon. Uh, it moves down again to just one last comparison. Chelsea has to do against game number twenty, The Elder Scrolls Four Oblivion. The open world game by Bethesda where you go on, you know, quests, slay some monsters, close some gates. How pretty is it? I think it was pretty pretty for the time. That. Alright. Uh, Crystal. Oblivion. That's two for Oblivion. Uh, Alex. I think I would play nearly any game over Oblivion. Okay. <laughs> I don't think Elder Scrolls is good at all. Hey, I like the cut of your jib. <laughs> all right, that's, that's one for Kingdom Hearts. Uh, uh, Peter. Um, I have to assume that uh, Kingdom Hearts is better combat than Oblivion. So all right. I'll go with Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, that ties it. I'm going to go Kingdom Hearts. Which means that Kingdom Hearts 2 is placed at number 20. Directly above the Elder Scrolls IV Oblivion, directly below Pokemon Emerald version. Congratulations, Kingdom Hearts 2, for breaking into the top 20. Oh. Sweet. Goodness. Yeah. And yeah, ap- apologies to the Elder Scrolls IV for not being in the top 20 any longer. Mm-mm. Top Does it deserve an apology, though? I mean, listen, noted Oblivion-liker Crystal is here. We should <laughs> probably not be as mean as we're being. <laughs> I'm sorry, Crystal. <laughs> Oblivion is the Zelda 2 of the Elder Scrolls. Is it? Is okay. it? And that's really good. Oh. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. Let's move on to Bloody Roar 2. Kingdom Hearts 2 took a while. Hopefully this will go a little faster. Uh, Bloody Roar 2 is a 3D fighting game of the Tekken, or more accurately, Fighting Vipers school of gameplay. The hook of the Bloody Roar series is that your combatants can transform into animalistic versions of themselves. Human-animal hybrids with a thirst for violence. During each round, you can fight as a person or transform into a beast when your meter fills up. As an animal, you'll have more moves at your disposal with which to destroy your opponent. Yeah. Anyone play some Bloody Roar? Nah. Dang, am I the only one here who's played any Bloody Roar game? Yeah. Alright then, I don't remember it that well. It was one of those games that we like rented from the video store once. I remember being kind of fun. Like how you like, uh, were trying to be like, oh, I've played this game before, once. Right. Yeah. I don't even know if it was this one or a different Bloody Roar. Okay. Well, let's place it! (laughs) (laughs) I'm not a huge fan of fighting games. That's fair. I wasn't until recently. Uh, Alright, let's start at game number 229. Peter, how does Bloody Roar 2 compare to 
Schwarzschild 4 The Cradle End, a strategy game in space with anime cutscenes on your computer. Um, I actually really like that concept. But, uh, Bloody Roar 2's got furries. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll, I'll, go with the f uh, I'll go with the one it's against. The uh, anime with space battles. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, you got it. Alex. You can play as a chameleon in Bloody Roar, and that rules, mm -hmm. and I'm going to go with Bloody Roar. Okay, that's one for each. Crystal. Sports child. And Chelsea. Uh, short child. All right. Bloody Roar moves down to the bottom half of the list. It moves down to number 342. Chelsea, how does it compare to Yokoyama Mitsutero Sengokushi, a tactics game based on Romance of the Three Kingdoms? That. That game. All right. Crystal. Bloody Roar. All right, that's one for each. Alex. Going with Bloody Roar. And Peter. Bloody Roar. All right, Bloody Roar takes it and moves up to number 285. Uh, Peter, how does it compare to All-Star Baseball 2002? The first All-Star Baseball game for the GameCube. We're back on baseball. Fun. Uh, I'm going with that yeah. one. Then. All right. Redeem myself. Alex. Still, let's let's get Bloody Roar as, as uh, high as we can at this point. All right. Crystal. Bloody Roar. And Chelsea. Baseball. Oh, dang. We got... <laughs> There's dissonance in the stream? I don't know. We talked about Kingdom Hearts for a while. What do you want? I'm voting for Bloody Roar. <laughs> yeah, the, the tracks. <laughs> Which moves it up to number 257. Chelsea... Oh. <laughs> Chelsea, how does it compare to Universal Boxing Manager? A poser graphics game that where you manage a boxer and... Why is this up so high? Yeah, it, it is on my campaign to uh, peer review. Okay, yeah, that's fair. Seems like it ought to be lower. How high is it again? 280, 257. Yeah. It, so that means it's in, like, the top half? It's not in the top half, but it's, like, in. it's pretty close to the okay. halfway point. Uh, not, uh, not the boxing, but the fighting. All right. Two different things. Yes. <laughs> Crystal. Bloody Roar. Alright, that's two for Bloody Roar. Alex. When you described this game, <laughs> I was so excited to see it. And I'm <laughs> looking at it, and it is a nightmare. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I hate this so much. <laughs> I'm going with Bloody Roar. There's, like, decent games that are below it. Batman Arkham Origins is lower wow. than this. I'm pretty sure Dr. Mario was lower than it. <laughs> I think you might be right. <laughs> Peter? Uh, bloody Roar. Yeah. Bloody Roar takes it and moves up to number 243. Uh, Peter, how does it compare to another game I'm baffled by its placement of? <laughs> Madballs in Babo Invasion. Uh game based on mad balls. You remember mad balls? They're like rubber balls with ugly faces on them? No. <laughs> they um, might have had them in Australia. I don't know. No, I, I don't. I, I can't. I, no. Yeah, anyway, it's a game based on those where you I don't even remember what you do, but you can like download new mad balls for like a buck a piece or something. Oh, no. no yeah. Uh, bloody rocks. Okay. Uh, Alex? 
Oh boy, Mad Balls is not good. <laughs> Bloody Roar. Yeah, okay. Crystal? Bloody Roar. And Chelsea? Bloody Roar. Alright, that moves Bloody Roar up to number 236. Uh, Chelsea, how does it compare to The Amazing Spider-Man vs. The Kingpin? A game for the Sega CD where you're the Spider-Man and you go on adventures to save Mary Jane from the Kingpin. And, uh, does not look great to me, but multiple people have told me it's good, so I don't know what to believe anymore. Um, hang on, what's it, what's it again? Spider-Man vs. the Kingpin. 256, uh, 236. 236? Right. Uh, let me look at that real quick. Yeah. Sure. Crystal, what about you? Bloody Roar. Uh, Alex? Uh, I'm going with Bloody Roar. This, this Spider-Man oh, game looks pretty good, yeah, though. it's a platform. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I've, I've heard it's alright. Um, yeah, I'm actually gonna go Spider-Man. Okay, so that's, uh, two for Bloody Roar, one for Spider-Man. Chelsea? I guess Spider-Man. Alright, that ties it. I'm gonna go Bloody Roar. I remember having fun with it that one time. Uh, which moves it up to number 232... Chelsea has a fair against Legacy of the Necromancer Part 3, The Dark Tower. A text adventure that concludes the Legacy of the Necromancer trilogy where you go to the Dark Tower to fight the Necromancer. Furry fighting. Alright. Uh, Crystal? Bloody Roar. <laughs> you keep saying it with the exact same cadence. <laughs> uh, Alex? Boy, if I say it's better than this text adventure that means it's better than cook serve delicious which it's not wait oh i see because cook serve delicious <sighs> is there yeah yeah but is it, it is it than... is better than legacy of the necromancer all right uh and peter uh yeah bloody roll all right uh bloody roar continues to fight its way back up to number 230 peter has a compare against grand yes, theft auto test what's that I said the best time to go to the dentist. When's that? 2.30. Oh, okay. Okay. 2.30. <laughs> oh, I get it. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> Peter, how's it compare to Grand Theft Auto London 1969? An expansion for Grand Theft Auto 2 that lets you do a bunch of crime hijinks in jolly old London. Um, was this Grand Theft Auto before it got good? Or bad, or however. I mean, want. yeah, I was gonna say like, well, I mean, they're all every <laughs> before it went three day. Before it went three day, good. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah. Um, I actually really liked the top-down version of GTA, um, okay. but I don't think it's as good as Bloody Roar. All right, that's one for Bloody Roar. Uh, Alex, I've never played a GTA. Mm. You're not missing much. I, I'm not. I do like the look of like these old like. 2.5D yeah. weird transitionary period between 3D and 2D games. I don't know. I mm, I think I'd probably have more fun playing Bloody Roar, though. Okay. That is two for Bloody Roar. Crystal. Bloody Roar. <laughs> Chelsea. Cars. Alright. Uh, Bloody Roar takes it, and with that, it is placed at number 230. Directly above Grand Theft Auto London 1969, directly below Schwarzschild 4, The Cradle End. Uh, only lost one time. Fought all the way back up to the middle of the list. Congratulations, Bloody Roar. 
Uh, I think you might technically be at the halfway point. I guess we'll see. Alright. Let's move on to our third game of the evening. Breath of Fire 3. Post a screenshot. Uh, okay. You posted a screenshot uh, for Grand Theft Auto London that says, Your Brown Bread. That is not the screenshot that I posted. You should scroll up. Oh, okay. Uh, what am I scrolling up to see? Oh, Breath of Fire 3. Here we go. Uh, you posted a screenshot that says, Let's respect the environment. I love it. Or our environment, rather. Okay. Greenpeace, yeah. right? Let's Flower do that. power. Dude. There's All the right. caption. <clears throat> this was made for the PlayStation in 1997. Capcom's third installment of its epic RPG, Breath of Fire 3, is the first installment of the Breath and Fire series to appear on the PlayStation. Set free by the workers of Donna Mine, Ryu of the Brood learns to both understand his power and understand the history of his extinct kind. By both utilizing Ryu's unique power and the abilities of those who assist him, characters will uncover the history of the Brood, learn more about the characters, and the very reason why the Brood were wiped out. Players control Ryu and his allies on their journey. Each of Ryu's friends have abilities only they can use, and they will have to work together to make their way through the obstacles and enemies that they encounter. Creativity is key to your success in this game. Ryu eventually is able to utilize his power of the Brood allowing him to ascend into various dragon-like forms. Shit. This is done by using a gene-splicing system that dictates what sort of form Ryu will take. That sounds cool! Breath of Fire 3 also introduces a master system, which permits Ryu and his allies to play Sonic the Hedgehog, and learn from various people to augment their abilities differently as they gain experience. Wait, it allows or prevents? Uh... Permits. Permits. Okay. Yeah. These trainers can also teach abilities to those who train hard under them. This game sounds alright. It looks alright. Has I anyone played a Breath of Fire game? I've played number two. I haven't played this. I think I've played number one when it was ported to the GBA. I'm a big fan of this style of uh, 32-bit RPG where it's like really good sprite work and some... some uh, well-used 3D elements. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of going back to what we were just saying with Grand Theft Auto. Like, the environments are all polygonal, but they... It's an isometric perspective, so, like, the low polygon count, like, works just fine between the perspective and the simple geometry of it, and then that's mixed in with sprites. And yeah, I like how it looks. Graphics go a long way for me. The graphics honestly show. remind me of Mario RPG, which is a plus... Oh, I think they look a little better than Super Mario RPG. I mean, they're I a lot they less look a muddy. lot better than Super Mario RPG. I'm not saying they look better. I'm not commenting on the relative quality. I'm just saying they evoke that to me because of the perspective and some of the, you know, really style of it. Yeah, because Mario RPG is hmm. like isometric like that, and it's got, you know, yeah. <laughs> I hate the I person think... captioning these screenshots. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <Not right>. <laughs> <laughs> But this game seems alright. I like the idea of splicing your genes to turn yeah, into different dragons. That. That really cool. Also, there's a guy in Screenshot 12 that looks a lot like Naruto. Wait, hang on. Oh boy. There's, he's got Naruto hair, at least. Yeah. <laughs> it's Naruto hanging out with Bowser. Yup. Alright, well, yeah, I, I'm, I'm into this. Let's see. Let's see how good it is. Uh, alright, we're going to start at game number 
227. Uh, Chelsea, how does it compare to... Hold on. Let me find it. Lighthouse, the Dark Being. Uh, First-person point-and-click adventure that was really just kind of trying to rip off Mist. It's like a weird baby in a weird crib. Did you say it's me? Yeah. Oh, uh, brother... Breath of Fire. All right. Crystal. Uh, Breath of Fire. All right. Uh, Alex. Ooh, I'm looking at a screenshot. This baby is terrifying. I hate yeah. it. Yeah, Breath I hate of Fire. <laughs> Peter? Yeah, Breath of Fire. All right. Breath of Fire moves up to number 113. Uh, Peter, how does it compare to uh, Blinks the Time Sweeper? The 3D action platformer launch game for the original Xbox where you play as a weird cat with a vacuum cleaner that he uses to suck up time anomalies. My good boy. <laughs> yeah, I'm going with Blinks. Alright. Um, Alex. Just listen to this episode today. Emily was right. That this Blinks is really cute. But yeah. I'm going with Breath of Fire. Okay. Crystal. Breath of Fire. <laughs> I hate what you're doing. <laughs> Chelsea. Um, I think I'm gonna go with Breath of Fire. All right, Breath of Fire takes it and continues to climb to number fifty-six. Chelsea, how does it compare to MordorMud.net, a mud based on the world of J.R.R. Tolkien? Except, like, it seems like most people these days just use it as a fun hangout. I think Breath of Fire is a better thing. Okay. Breath of uh, Fresh Air was the joke I was going to make. <laughs> <laughs> Crystal. Mm, breath of Fire. I'm so mad at you all the time. <laughs> Alex. Uh, I've never played a mud. Yeah. And that's fine. <laughs> I want to go with yeah. Breath of Fire. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. jeez. And Peter. Um, I remember some sort of conversation coming up where... People that were talking about muds were saying that they can't believe that you got this so high on the list. Right. So I'm I'm just gonna redeem that by saying Breath of Fire. A lot of people <laughs> that have never played a mud are intrigued by them and just kind of have a certain mystique about them. Uh, everyone who's played a mud has been like, no, they fucking yeah, suck. I, What's I, wrong with I've you? I've played a mud before myself <laughs> and it was terrible. <laughs> just the whole setup. Chelsea, what are you saying? What are you saying? Ah, geez, in reference to. I thought I messed up my sweater. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Alright, so it sounds like Breath of Fire takes it unanimously and continues to climb to number 28. Uh, Peter, how does it compare to Battle Chef Brigade? Uh, Side-scrolling beat-em-up slash puzzle game where you play as a young chef who's has to like go on an anime quest to become the best chef in the land... And you play this weird, like, hybrid game where you go out into the world to slay monsters, and then you bring the parts back to cook them in a pot using puzzle game mechanics, and you gotta cook your meal to the specification of the judge. This looks like a really pretty game. Yeah, it's really cool. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm actually gonna go Battle Chef. That looks cool. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Alex. I remember the Kickstarter for this. I love this concept of, like, Iron Chef... But then also Monster Hunter. Yeah. I think any game that has carving materials off of monsters is like my favorite game. So mm. uh, I'm gonna go with Battle Chef. Okay. Uh, Crystal. 
<laughs> what? <laughs> what? Yeah, what the fuck is this? <laughs> You're not saying words anymore. <laughs> Alright. That's two for Battle Chef, one for Breath of Fire. Chelsea. Battle Chef. That ties it. Um so I really like Battle Chef. The only knock against it is it's a little like unpolished. The combat can start to feel a little repetitive. Like it was a game where I came away like, oh I liked that a lot. I hope it does well enough for them to do a sequel that like fleshes this idea out more. Yeah. Um so I th I think I'm gonna go Breath of Fire by by just a nose, but Battle Chef's very good. Uh, which moves Breath of Fire up to number 15. Shit, it's getting up there. Uh, Chelsea, how's it do against Chibi-Robo Plug Into Adventure? An adventure game where you're a teeny tiny little robot who's got to clean up a big old house all by yourself. Chibi-Robo. Alright, uh, Crystal. Breath of Fire. <laughs> Great. Uh, Alex? Boy, I have... A Shibi Robo Amiibo. I have the 3DS game, which I've played for, I think, about five minutes. Oh, um, Ziplash! Yeah. Chibi Robo is very cute. Yeah. But I... Mm, Got a little trash I feel like, can noggin. Yeah. I feel like I should play the GameCube one. Yeah. Because it's, like, highly regarded, right? But Yeah, people like it as kind of like a hidden gem. Would I like playing Chibi Robo more than I would like playing... I think I would probably get more enjoyment out of Breath of Fire. Okay. Uh, that's two for Breath of Fire. Peter. Um, Breath of Fire. Like, just to, uh, <laughs> just, like, just to describe what uh, Chibi Robo is, it's like a puzzle platformer with a lot of yeah. weird stuff. Yeah, it takes some turns that I was not ready for. You, yeah. Listen, it takes a lot yeah, of more and turns. I, I I'll bet it does. I need to. I need to play more. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it, it goes places. Like you fight a whole army of Eggmans, and then there's a there's like a Giga Robo in the basement, and there's a whole plot about how like you're like slowly discovering that you the reason you're so tiny is because like of a huge energy crisis created by the world. Now you're the only kind of robot anyone can afford to make or something. It's a weird game. Uh. But it sounds like Breath of Fire still wins. Uh, which means that it moves up. Man, it's climbing. To number seven. Uh, oh. Okay. <laughs> uh, Peter, how does it fare against The Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask? The sequel to Ocarina of Time where a young Link is forced to relive the same three days over and over until he can prevent the apocalypse and maybe learn a little something about himself along the way. Um, yeah, I'm going Majora's Mask. That's just too good of a game. Okay. Alex. You see, I love Legend of Zelda, or so I thought until I played a game that wasn't Wind Waker. Um, oh. I don't think Majora's Mask is very fun. Oh. Yeah, that's a very contentious <laughs> opinion. I'm sorry. Um, I am going to go with... I think I'm still going to go with Majora's Mask. I think I would have more fun playing it in a weird way like i feel like i should beat it i understand that it's a better game i mean listen if you, know. you don't think it's very good you are entitled to vote breath of fire i think i don't think it's very good for me if that makes sense okay sure okay all right that's uh that's two for majora's mask crystal majora's mask all right and chelsea 
You've been met with a terrible fate, haven't you? Oh, man, it's such a good game. <laughs> it's a great game. One of the best Zeldas. Yeah. Let's put that to the side. Mm. I mean, objectively. <laughs> the, uh, okay, I'll say this. Yeah. The Spirit Tracks fan base is better than the Majora's Mask fan base. <laughs> <laughs> Is there a Spirit Tracks? Oh, Spirit Tracks is the yeah, they second were all one. On the yeah, there one is a Spirit Tracks fan together. base. It's the, the entire... Book of Adora fucking podcast. <laughs> the entire <laughs> fan base for Spirit Tracks all came on the show at the same time. Enemy podcast, Book of Adora. <laughs> what was the first bad DS Zelda? I don't the remember. The first good DS Zelda was Phantom Hourglass. Yeah, good a is one. a word that you're were, using to describe it, huh? It's a great good, game. No spirit there were good tracks, parts. But, you know. I liked parts of Phantom Hourglass. Anyway. <laughs> I am, there's just a powder keg slowly building <laughs> in this podcast that's going to detonate on the day of peer review. And unlike the one in Majora's Mask, it's not just going to open up a door to a ranch so we can get a horse. It's going to destroy everything. It's the, that moon is slowly coming down on us. Anyway, for now, Breath of Fire moves down to number eleven. Uh, Chelsea, how does it compare to Near Automata, the character action RPG where you're a bunch of sad, sexy robots at the end of the world fighting for reasons that become increasingly unclear the more you think about them? Uh, Near. Okay. Uh, Crystal. Breath of Fire. That's one for each. Alex. Nier is, like, is basically Bayonetta, right? Um, it's... Gameplay-wise? The, the combat's not as good as Bayonetta, but it's, like, cut from the same cloth. Okay. I, I've heard a lot of good, th like, things that I like about Nier, so I, I think I'm gonna go with Nier. Okay, yeah. That's two for Nier. Peter. Uh, goth bondage robots. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> that moves uh, Breath of Fire up to number nine. Uh, Peter, how does it compare to Elite Beat Agents, a game where you play as a team of secret agents who spy on people around the world, and when they're feeling sad or having a hard time in life, they show up to do a song and dance routine to pep them up to get through their life. I, I can't let Breath of Fire beat Elite Beat Agents. Alright, okay, that's one for Elite Beat Agents. Alex. Elite Beat Agents is another game that I have not played yet. Um, it, I think I would still enjoy Elite... I, I love rhythm games. Like, I'm going to play Elite Beat Agents over Breath of Fire. It's just going to be a fun little romp that... Yeah, no, if you like rhythm games, you should play Elite Beat Agents. I have it. I haven't <laughs> played yeah. it yet. You should... <laughs> <laughs> Alright, that's two for that's two for Elite Beat Agents, Crystal. Okay. Crystal? Huh? What, Elite Beat Agents or Breath of Fire? Elite Beat Agents. Alright. Uh, and Chelsea. I Elite think I know. Elite Beat Agents. Alright. Uh Breath of Fire moves down to its last comparison. Oh, this one's this one's a heart wrencher for me, Chelsea. How does it compare to Resident Evil Four? Say it uh, right. The oh oh sorry. How does it compare to Resident Evil Four, the uh, GameCube action horror game where you 
Leon Kennedy, the prettiest Secret Service agent, have to go to a European country and rescue the president's daughter, uh, who's been kidnapped by a cult of crazy parasite zombies. Uh, Resident Evil 4. All right. Well, now you have to say it right. Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Crystal. For Resident Evil. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, Alex. I don't think Resident Evil's very good. Oh, dang. Oh, dang. I'm okay. sorry. No, hey, you're entitled to... I am. Opinion. It's very... Listen, part of it here is that I really like Resident Evil 4. <laughs> More importantly, if it loses, I don't get to say Resident Evil 4 on every episode anymore. <laughs> Boy, like, Resident Evil is just... It's... It's so cliche to me, and I know that's kind of the sure. point, but right, it's not scary, no. and it plays poorly. To mm. Mm. so, I'm going with Breath of Fire. All right, that's one for Breath of Fire, Peter. I mean, I've got to say, Breath of Fire is pretty cliche as well. Looking at it, there's a lot of there's a lot right. of well, you get to turn into a themes and styles that have been. You get yeah. to turn into a dragon, though. True, true. <laughs> um. Uh, I'm actually going to have to go with uh, Biohazard 4. Alright, yeah. Resident Evil 4 takes it and retains its place in the top 10. Breath of Fire 3 is placed at number 11, directly above Nier Automata, directly below Resident Evil 4. Now, hold on a second. Everyone voted for Nier, and I'm a dipshit. It never should have gotten this high. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, I was Whoops. wondering... Yeah, okay. Well, rewind the tape on this one a little bit. <laughs> Oops. Let's, just, let's run this one real quick. Oopsie. Peter, uh, Near Automata or uh, Breath of Fire? Uh, or not Nier. Listen, cri- Pokemon <laughs> Crystal or, we or did Breath Crystal. of Fire. Uh, crystal. Okay, Alex? We did Crystal, I thought. Uh, not against Breath of Fire. Oh, we didn't? Oopsie. No, um, that was against uh, Crystal. Some- yeah. Crystal is the better RPG. Okay. Uh, Crystal? Pokemon the me. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> and Chelsea? Pokemon. Alright, great. In that case, Breath of Fire 3 is placed number 15, directly above uh, Chibi Robo Plug Into Adventure, directly below Pokemon Crystal version. Congratulations for making the top 20. Um, sorry to Kingdom Hearts 2 for not getting in. Why did someone change it to Because you didn't Kingdom actually Hearts write 2? it, and I was trying to fill it in real quick. Wait, did I not? What happened? It, like, I was scrolling down, like, uh, several votes ago, I was scrolling down to, like, look at the game we were talking about, and it was just blank. Uh-huh. uh-huh. It's acting... For some reason, Kingdom Hearts is acting a little cursed, because I've had to, like, edit it a few times in a row to, like, make it link right. Mm-hmm. We'll Kingdom fix Hearts it afterwards. Kingdom Hearts is cursed, so... Yeah. We're moving on to our fourth game. <laughs> also, I like how you said who, as if there's only one of the person. There's more than <laughs> I guess one that's other person true. who could have changed <laughs> anything. You're not wrong. All right, let's move on to Illusion of Gaia. Will is a young boy whose father disappeared a long time ago. Now Will lives in a small town with his grandparents. He possesses unusual abilities of pushing and pulling things without touching them. I was gonna One say. Day he finds... <laughs> I was gonna say a lot of people have that skill. You're not special, Will. <sighs> One day he finds in his house a girl 
who soon turns out to be the Princess Kara. Kara's father, King Edward, wants her to marry a mysterious person called the Jackal. Alright. Kara asks Will to help her <laughs> to like escape a red flag, the palace. King. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> and soon they both get involved in a string of mystery and conspiracies. Illusion of Gaia is an action role-playing game set in a fantasy version of Earth, reminiscent of the Age of Exploration, and featuring famous real-world locations such as the Egyptian Pyramids, the Great Wall of China, etc. Wait. Okay. <laughs> the player controls Will, who can either fight in his regular form or transform into any of the two alter egos. The Dark Knight Fridan and Shadow, a manifestation of energy. Each character has different attributes and fights with his own weapon. The player receives special jewels upon clearing a room of enemies, which act like experience points and is used to improve the protagonist's attributes. There's no monetary system or equipment in the game. Feels a lot like the last game. Has anyone game. played this? This is the third game in the Soul Blazer trilogy. I'm sorry, this is the second game in the Soul Blazer trilogy, of which Terranigma is the third. Oh, okay, so this is this is a prequel to Terranigma. Huh. It's not quite that straightforward, but sure. Uh, sure, but you know what I mean. Like, do they take uh, place in the same world? Uh, you know... Is it more of a Final Fantasy type deal? Uh, not quite. It's complicated. All right. See, Will is actually the nobody of the guy from Terra Nigma. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, we liked Terra Nigma when we placed that. I've never played Illusion of Gaia, but I've I've heard good things. Yeah, people, nobody, there's I I haven't met many Soul Blazer heads. People yeah. generally tend to prefer Gaia or Terra Nigma. Okay, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, uh. I've played, like, Secret of Mana, and this game kind of, when describing it, it reminded me of that. It's not so, unlike it. Yeah, I like that game. I think this was... Sounds like no one's played it, though, so who knows? I played, we... I played some of it. I think this oh, was yeah. named something else okay. when it came to Australia. Or at least, I've seen it named something else. That's... I think Maybe it's, Time um, something? Illusion of yeah, Time. Yeah, that's what it says. Yeah, Illusion of Time. On what? It says Illusion of Time, I think. I gotcha. Alright, well, let's get to placing it. Uh, we are going to start at game number 231. Uh, Peter, how does Illusion of Gaia compare to uh, oh. Bloody Roar 2? Oh, well, already, straight up, it gets tested. All right. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, Illusion of Gaia. All right. Uh, Alex. I don't like the look of this one as much. No? I... For, okay, for a JRPG, you're saying there's no money, there's like a lot of interesting mechanics that I think I could get behind, but I just, yeah. I don't think I could get behind the look of this. Okay. It's, mm, I'm sorry, I'm very picky about my sprite art. No, sure. But I, I still think it's better than Bloody Roar. I think I would probably enjoy playing it more than Bloody Roar. Can you like articulate what it is about the sprite art that you, is, is putting you off? I don't know, like, it looks very, the contrast is very bad. Okay. Like, it's, it's very, mm, mm, it's not very like, vibrant at all. I see. Okay, that, that's entirely fair. Uh, so that is one for each, Crystal. Illusion of Gaia. Alright, and Chelsea. Time of Gaia. Great. Uh, so Illusion of Gaia moves up to number... 
116. Chelsea, how does it compare to uh, Germ Crazy, a PC... Illusion of Gaia. (laughs) (laughs) Crystal, how does it compare to Germ Crazy, a puzzle game where you have to inspect the insides of a person rapidly dying from a flesh-eating disease to, (laughs) I think, play Pipe Dream with their veins? I think? Uh, Well, the specter of death taunts you. The illusion of Gaia. <laughs> All right, that's one. That's two for Gaia. Uh, Alex, this is the closest I see to like a trauma center game on this list, but I hate it. It looks terrible. <laughs> <laughs> illusion of Gaia. All right, and it's Peter. Um, illusion of Gaia. <laughs> Great. Uh, that moves Illusion of Gaia up to number fifty-nine. Peter, how does it compare to? Uh, Dragon's Dogma, another action RPG, but this one was made more recently. You you got murdered by a dragon, but then you're back to life, and you want some fucking revenge on that goddamn dragon. Uh, and it's Dogma. I think you're right. I do want revenge on that dragon. Let's go with that one. All right, uh, Alex. Dragon's Dogma is just Monster Hunter, right? Uh, no. It, 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 it's not just Monster Hunter. It has some Monster Hunter elements. I think the Monster Hunter team worked on it. Really? Yeah, huh. like there's a lot of like climbing on monsters and stuff, but it is not. It does not feel like Monster Hunter to play it. Although it you can has see like more a little in bit common of, with Devil May Cry. Yeah, you can oh. feel a little bit of connective tissue, but it's not the same thing. That made it worse for me. <laughs> um, I'm gonna go with uh, Illusion of Gaia. Okay, uh, that is one for each. Crystal, Dragon Dogma. Okay, and Chelsea. Uh, Illusion of Gaia. Okay, uh, that ties it. I'm going to go for Dragon's Dogma, because I want to play that game. I, I should start playing that game. I got nothing better to do. I'm going to do that. Uh, Alright, so Illusion of Gaia moves down to number 87. Chelsea, how does it compare to Bomberman 64, the game that added a, like a storyline and a weird like single-player campaign to Bomberman, while also having a really strong multiplayer mode? Um, which Bomberman is this? Uh, this is the first N64 one, where, like, you... Yeah, Bomberman, I think. I'm trying to think of how to describe it in a way that makes it distinct from other Bombermans. Uh, Chelsea? Or, I'm sorry, Crystal? Bomberman. Alright, Alex. You said Bomberman 64, but my brain went Bomberman Xbox, which is not a good one. Um... Yeah. This Bomberman looks really cute. I'm going to go with Bomberman. Okay. And uh, Peter. Bomb boys. All right. Bomberman takes it. And Illusion of Gaia continues to drop to number 101. Uh, Peter, how does it compare to Freedom Planet, the indie platformer inspired by Sonic the Hedgehog uh, and the Sega Genesis games of treasure? I love Freedom Planet so much. Oh, my God. Uh, Yeah, going with that one. Alright, uh, Alex. Freedom Planet is amazing. Yeah. I'm going with Freedom Planet, yeah. Crystal? Illusion of Gaia. And Chelsea? Um, Freedom Planet. Yeah. I feel like Illusion of Gaia is getting some real rough like matchups here. Yeah. <clears throat> it continues to drop to number 108. Chelsea, how does it compare to Blaze Blue Cross Tag Battle? A 2018 fighting game that includes characters from 
the Blaze Blue franchise, as well as Persona 4 and Ruby. Um, Gaia. Alright, Crystal. Illusion of Gaia. Alex. That was a weird collection of... Okay, Illusion of Gaia, yeah, I yeah. I would not have fun with this. Alright. Yeah, unanimous Illusion of Gaia. I'm putting in a minority vote for Blaze Blue, but I get it. Uh, that moves Illusion of Gaia up to number 104. Uh, Peter, how does it compare to Stunt Island? A 3D game where you can fly around different airplanes and make little machinima videos out of them. Um, looks pretty fun, actually. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty cute. Um, but Illusion of Gaia. Alright, that's one for Illusion of Gaia. Alex. I love the look of this, and I love the prospect of creating videos. I'm, I'm going with uh, Stunt Island. This, okay. this looks awesome. That's one for each. Crystal. Illusion of Gaia. And Chelsea. Um, Illusion of Gaia. Alright, Illusion of Gaia takes it. <clears throat> and moves up to number 102. Chelsea, how's it compared to Star Wars The Old Republic? The MMORPG based on Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic. Uh, Gaia. Crystal. Illusion of Gaia. Uh, Alex. Th this isn't... This isn't Knights of the Old Republic? No, this is like the free... It's, it's free to play now. It's like an MMO where you can be like a Jedi or like a, like oh, a no smuggler. Oh, no <laughs> <laughs> Illusion of Gaia. <laughs> All right. Uh, and Peter. Um, I really like the um, the fact that they tried to do stories for each individual class. Yeah. For Old Republic, and I spent a lot of time with it, so I'll go with Star Wars. Okay. Uh, I believe that ties it, right? Chelsea, how did you vote? Um, I voted Gaia. Oh, then never mind. Gaia wins. Uh, and moves up. Or, no, it is placed number 102, directly above Star Wars The Old Republic, directly below Freedom Planet. Terranigma, an objectively better game than The Illusion of Gaia. Yep, we proved it. <laughs> right here on Let's Place. And last, but most certainly not least, we're placing a little game called Beautiful Joe. Hmm. Joe is your normal everyday guy watching movies and hanging out with his girlfriend Sylvia. But when Sylvia is sucked into a movie reel by an evil force, Joe's life is turned upside down. It's up to you to take Everyman Joe and turn him into a superhero to end all superheroes and save his girl. Well, I mean, that's not wrong, I guess. With a heavy dose of comic book visuals, Beautiful Joe is an action-heavy 2D side-scroller inside a 3D world that'll have you using the amazing abilities of the hero in question as you slice and dice the many enemies on screen with VFX special moves such as slow and mock speed. You'll have the chance to earn Beautifuls, which will boost your abilities with new killer moves and special items. You'll need to use you'll need them as you progress further into the seven episodes and big bosses at the end of each. This game rules. I feel I never played this, but I feel like I remember my cousins playing it. This is a 2D cell shaded brawler, originally for the GameCube. They eventually ported it to the PS2. Uh, you're like a normal guy with just like an idiot like backwards hat. You look like a fucking jackass. But and like the mo the screen is all like film grainy, like an old shitty movie. But then when you fill up your special meter, you transform into beautiful Joe, and it becomes like super crisp and clean looking. And you can beat up guys really cool. 
and all of your like special moves are based on like video effects where like you can go into slow motion which you know slows the game down but also makes all your punches hit harder because it looks cooler when you do them and you can like zoom the camera in on yourself to like do like special moves or th that kind of thing and it's just extremely fun a lot of different difficulty levels you can get like by the end of it it's super hard if you keep doing new game plus you can unlock a bunch of other characters to play as I fucking love this game, and I'm so mad they've never made, like, an HD version of it. Is Viewful Joe good, or is it one of those games that, like, 5,000 people really, really like? I mean, I I have a hard time answering that, because if it's the latter, I'm definitely one of those 5,000. The wonderful 5,000. Yeah. Uh, th <laughs> yeah, this was made by Clover. Uh, I, It might have been the first Clover game. It's definitely the first one that I'm, like, aware of. Here's uh, my hot take. Okay, I'm ready for it. I remember it. this and Okami being games where like, people were like, wow, it's so beautiful. Mm -hmm. I think they're both kind of ugly. I think that is 100% wrong. I think they're both gorgeous looking, especially for their time. I don't like this particular style of cell shading. No, I, I love it. I love like the heavy shadows. It's, it's good to me. I don't like the colors. Okay, well... I do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it does suck that it's like, oh, it's it's the total stock standard of, oh, your girlfriend got kidnapped. Are you a bad enough dude to save her? The one saving grace to that is that once you beat the game once, you can play as Sylvia. And it changes the opening cutscene, so it's like her and her identical cousin who gets kidnapped. It's weird. But then, yeah, oh, you can lame. play as her, and she's got, like, guns. I have a question. How do you rescue Joe? What's that? They should have had you rescue Joe. Yeah, they should have. They should just flip the models. What's your question, Chelsea? Do you think All Might was inspired by this art style? Uh, probably not. I think they were probably both drawn from like a similar pool. But they, yeah, it's a very All Might from My Hero Academia looks kind of like how Beautiful Joe looks. Okay. Um, Beautiful Joe himself is obviously like a common rider uh, pastiche. He's got like a big flowy cape. He's got, like, a bike helmet that, like, then closes up with, like, a cool-looking faceplate when you go into boss fights. This is a, he has, like, that V on top. Yeah. Yeah. He can pull that off and throw it like a boomerang. He's got that kind of same thing that All Might has. Oh, yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah. I'm trying to think, what else? The, so, like, the idea is that, like, Joe is, like, a movie buff who really likes all these old, like, basically tokusatsu movies uh, about Captain Blue and then you get sucked into those movies, and it eventually the plot turns out that Captain Blue lost in his last movie, and the actor that played him got, like, sucked into the movie world and became, like, disheartened and became a bad guy. But then you're so good at punches that he's, like, inspired to be a good guy again. Oh, it's such a good game. I will say I will take your word that it is a good game. I kind of agree uh, with Crystal that I, I'm not a fan of the art style. Well, that's, you know, no accounting for taste. Sure. Yeah. Anyway, I think I've, I think I've ranted about how fucking good this game is for long enough. How's the gameplay? <laughs> uh, it's very good. It's, um, a lot of people that worked at Clover went on to work at Platinum Games, so it's very, like, tight action gameplay. Um, like I said, it can be really hard. They have pretty low difficulties that you can bump it down to. Um, if you're having a hard time with it, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's very, like, tight, complex 2D fighting. 
Uh, the the speed runs for this game are really fun to watch because it's just people doing really crazy combos. Um, okay. Yeah. The, I think if you what is it? Right, if you use like the super speed power and punch enough, you start like throwing out after images that fight along with you, and also set yourself on fire. Oh man, I, uh, I want to play some beautiful Joe now. And they've it's mm, they put it out on PC, please God. You've put Okami out on everything. Why won't you do it for Beautiful Joe? Anyway, let's place it now that I've now I've got that out of my system. <laughs> <laughs> and no one else here. God it hand, sounds like no one else here has even played it. <laughs> is God Hand another Clover game? Uh, God Hand was the last Clover game, yeah. Okay, because I wanted to look that up real quick because, like, I wanted to see if, like, all of Clover's games are kind of, like, have a different cool art style to them. The thing about God Hand is that it uh, got its budget kind of cut out from under it. Mm-hmm. And it does not look amazing as a result of that. Sure. Um, they kind of got the fundamentals of it down, right. but then, yeah. There's a lot of, like, pop-in, and it doesn't look nearly as good as Okami or Beautiful Joe. Sure. Still fun, but yeah. Uh, anyway, let's play some Beautiful Joe. Oh. Uh, what's up? We're not talking about God Hand right now, but I was, I did see, I, I have found a screenshot of, like, Someone being spanked. Yeah, that's one of your moves in God Hand, is you can spank people. Ah. Okay, uh-huh. well, yeah. back to Beautiful Joe. Back to Beautiful Joe. <laughs> uh, Chelsea, how does Beautiful Joe compare to game number 228, which is, of course, a game whose name I'll read shortly, which is called Spooks 2006, a point-and-click adventure game about a girl... In the land of the dead, who has to take care of a living goldfish and get it back to the land of the living? Beautiful Joe. Okay. Crystal. What's it up against? Spooks. Spooks by Aaron Robinson Swink. That is one for each. Uh, Alex. Spooks is really cute. It is. Um, Yeah. I still gotta go with Beautiful Joe, though. All right. It's got that, that like, chunky, chunky fighting. Yeah. All right. That's two for Beautiful Joe. Uh, Peter? Uh, I'm going with Spooks. Alright, that ties it. Uh, I, yeah, Beautiful Joe wins. <laughs> Who sits in the very front seat of a movie theater? <laughs> that is a good question. Because it's an empty movie theater that, like, I don't know if they rented it out or what. But, yeah, they have the, they have the choice. Of- maybe the Go thing, ahead. maybe the, it's, a, like, this movie is just that unpopular. It might be that it's an unpopular movie, yeah. And only and only Joe wants to right, go to right. it. Uh, Alright, so, Beautiful Joe wins and moves up to number 114. I can already sense it's not going to make it that high, and I'm going to have to go cry in the shower after we're done recording. Peter, how does it compare to Elsword, uh, an anime-looking, like, MMO that's, like, side-scrolling? It's got kind of a neat look to it. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. Uh, I'll go Beautiful Joe. Alright, Alex. Oh, Elsword looks like something that you would have to get to pay me to play. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm going to Beautiful Joe. All right, Crystal. Elsword. That's one for Elsword. Chelsea. Beautiful Joe. All right, Beautiful Joe wins and moves up to number 56. 
Uh, Chelsea, how does it compare to Sunset Overdrive? An open-world action game where the world's gone nuts, and you've got to slam some energy drink and get out there and grind some power lines and shoot some bowling balls at some zombies. Sunset Overdrive. Uh, Crystal. Sunset Overdrive. I think both of these games are not to your sensibility, Crystal. I, I, I enjoyed Sunset Overdrive well enough. Alright, fair enough. Uh, Alex. Wasn't Sunset Overdrive, like, kind of buggy? Um, I don't remember having issues with it. Me neither. I don't know. I just remember seeing things, like, seeing what it's about and then not being able to play it because I do not have an Xbox One. Right. They're finally putting it out on PC. I'm happy about that. Ooh. Because it's a good game and more people should play it. I'm not sure if I would have more fun playing... You said there's, like, skateboarding and... Uh, yeah. Less skateboarding and more Sonic Adventure 2 style grinding, like on your Ooh. shoes. Ooh, that sounds good. You can grind like on rails, a... you can grind on you can grind yeah. on top of power lines, you can like use a crowbar to like slide under power lines. Oh yeah, like zip line. You can run yeah. on walls, you can uh, bounce off of like car hoods. You have like a combo meter, and the higher your like combo is, the more damage you deal. You have convinced me, Sunset Overdrive. It's a solid game. Uh, Peter? Um, I'm gonna go, uh, Beautiful Joe. Yeah. I'm also voting Beautiful Joe, but we lose. <laughs> hey, you wanna hear a, f- a fun pun? Oh, okay. More like Sunset Over Drivel. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Good, good, okay. good one. Beautiful Joe moves down, because uh, I know what I'm peer reviewing, I guess. Uh, to number 85, Peter... How does Beautiful Joe compare to Blair Witch Volume 1 Rustin Parr, uh, an adventure game based on the lore of the Blair Witch Project? Oh, yeah, this thing. Uh, yeah, this thing. Um, Beautiful Joe, I've got I've right. to try and get that up. <laughs> uh, uh, Alex. Ooh. The, mm. <laughs> you said that, and I was like, oh, yeah, that sounds like some good like creepy game like yeah creepy... you know what like this doesn't look like at all is the blair witch project <laughs> i've never seen the blair witch project oh it's an all right movie unfortunately i don't know how it's aged um, but i remember being spooky this looks like deadly premonition but not funny or fun so yeah. i'm i'm gonna go with beautiful joe all right that is two for beautiful joe crystal rustin parse Chelsea. I like this tutorial in Beautiful Joe where it's like, yeah. instead of like, okay, use this button to use the, that button to do the this kick, it's like Joe readies himself to do the thing. It's it's like a, yeah. it's like a narration and it's good. Beautiful Joe. Yeah. All right. Uh, Beautiful Joe takes it and moves up to number seventy. Uh, wait, is it only seventy? That seems weird, but I'm not one to question. Oh, no, that makes sense. Okay, I'm just bad at math. Uh, Chelsea, how does it compare to Brain Damage, a game where you control an Electro-Panzer, and it's it's like Pac-Man, but like more hardcorely themed, I guess? I don't know. Man, it's uh, been a while. Yeah, it's been a while since we've had to talk about Brain Damage. Beautiful Joe. All right, Crystal. Brain damage. Uh, Alex. It's a bad name, and it looks like a bad game. 
Okay. Okay. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Beautiful Joe. All right, and Peter. Um, I'm also going with Beautiful Joe. All right, Beautiful Joe keeps fighting the, his way back up. It's number sixty-three. Uh, Peter, so how close. does it? <laughs> I mean, we can still get to sixty-nine. No, I was I wanted to go up against sixty-two. Oh, oh, I see. Well, it only needs to win against Dark Souls Two, the action RPG where you are the destined future king of an accursed land where a cycle of death and rebirth has happened so many times that history has lost all meaning and the dead rise along the living and no one can remember who they are or what their true purpose is. How do you vote, Peter? Um, this was the one that wasn't done by the people that developed the first one, wasn't it? It was done by the same team, it didn't have the same director. Oh, okay. Um, I remember enjoying it quite a bit. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go with Dark Souls 2. Okay. Uh, Alex. Uh-oh. <laughs> What's up? I'm probably going to have my most contentious opinion Oh shit! tonight. <laughs> oh shit! I think Dark Souls is not a good series. That's, 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 oh, that's very dang. Dang. Dark Souls is 100% not for everybody. Yeah. It's... It, it doesn't have a look that is in any way enticing for like a game mm-hmm. and i hate i hate that everyone's like yeah it's really hard because you have to play the game and then you figure out what like stupid trap that they laid out for yeah. you to die so then you die and then you play it again and then you know it's there right it's like well no thanks <laughs> um i'm gonna go with beautiful a- joe that's a completely fair response to Dark Souls' brand of game. Uh, is no thanks. Crystal? Dark Souls 2. Okay, so that is... Uh, did you say Dark Souls 2, Peter? Sorry, yeah, I did. Okay, so that's two for Dark Souls 2. Chelsea? Beautiful Joe. Yeah, ah, these are both really good games. I'm going to give it to Beautiful Joe by a hair. Uh, which moves it up to number 59. And Chelsea, how does it compare to... Dragon's Dogma, a game we've talked about already. Uh, Beautiful Joe. Okay. Crystal. Dragon's Dogma. Alright. Alex. Beautiful Joe. And Peter. Beautiful Joe. Alright, Beautiful Joe takes it and moves up to number 57. Peter has to go against another game we've already talked about, MordorMud.net. <laughs> Beautiful Joe. Alright, Alex. Beautiful Joe. Uh... Crystal. Mortarmud.net. <laughs> <laughs> and Chelsea. Beautiful Joe. Alright, Beautiful Joe is placed at number 57, directly above Mortarmud.net, directly below Sunset Overdrive. About 50 places lower than it should be, but, you know, hey, there's always peer review, I guess. A lot of good peer review candidates. Yeah, there are. Was Beautiful Joe ever going to do anything except for fight? Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> uh, Alright, well, Reese, your games have been placed. So, let's see. Reese, your five games from worst to best, I think, go Bloody Roar 2, uh, uh, Illusion of Gaia, Beautiful Joe, Breath of Fire 3, and the best one that you like is Kingdom Hearts 2. No, Breath of Fire Three is above Kingdom Hearts. Oh, is it? Okay, then Breath of Fire Three is your favorite. Is your hey, Reese? Breath of Fire Three is your new favorite video game. Congratulations! <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
If you want to donate to Extra Life, our marathon's over, but you can still donate to the charity throughout the end of the year. Go to bit.ly slash give kids your dang cash. I'll, you know what? If you if you toss ten bucks in, I'll still place your five games for you. Whatever. Bear in mind, they might get dumped on. You gotta Wait, write was happy only ten bucks? Yeah. You gotta write happy Does Reese get twenty episodes? What's that? <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, Reese originally threatened to make us place five Kingdom Hearts games, and in their mercy, relented. Anyway, you gotta write happy birthday in your donation message. Right, yeah. Reese got this immediately because it was $200. Uh, the way this is normally going, we're gonna throw you a Let's Play's birthday party. So for 10 bucks uh, on your birthday, I guess we'll get in contact with you and ask you what your birthday is. <laughs> and, uh, or you know what? Yeah, let's just do them when we feel like it, and we'll just wish you a happy birthday. Fuck it. I don't care. We haven't talked about this at all. Yeah. I'll just wish you a happy birthday when we get around to doing it, and then, you know, we'll place your five favorite games. For 20 bucks, you can be on the episode to defend yourself. See, last year, Extra Life was very thrown together at the last yeah. minute, and this right. year, we talked about it for two months and then threw it together at the last minute. <laughs> right, right. We were like, oh man, we really need to plan more in advance, and then didn't. And our, anyway. and our valiant team captain was gone the entire time. Yeah. Don't yeah. Get, If you are going to donate, by the way, don't give any donations to Zach. Give it all to everyone else. Fucking thought criminal Zach. Hey, I, I have a proposition for next year's Extra Life. What's up, Crystal? How do you feel about doing 24 hours of continuous placing? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> No, no. Three hours of last last year's peer review was hell enough. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, because then we have to edit twenty four hours of continuous placing. Not necessarily. Oh, we could just stream it and. Well, yeah, that's true. That's true. And then just cut the. How are we gonna put that out of the podcast feed? I guess well, just cut it up you into still, chunks. You still cut the episodes. It's not one twenty four hour episode. Oh, I see. I see. You're saying do, like, 12 episodes of Let's Plays back-to-back all in one day. Yeah, for the okay. kids. For the kids. We'll talk about it next year, how about? Okay. <laughs> right now, I am still exhausted from this year, and the idea of doing more is, uh, murdering me. Luke, how was that cake topper? Oh, it was so gross. I ate a whole cake topper. You can find that on our Twitch channel. <laughs> To be clear, we by cake topper we mean an image printed on a sheet of sugar and cornstarch that you are meant to place on top of a sheet cake in lieu of hand decoration. The backstory of that is too complicated to get into now. Let's go through the bottom and top ten and get out of here. Uh, our bottom ten games, starting at number 451, Elsa Dentist Surgery Simulator. Number 452, Elf the Movie. Number 453, who did I date last night? Number 454, Swedish Erotica Bachelor Party. Number 455, Time Dominator, a.k.a. Socket. Number uh, 456, Medal of Honor Warfighter. Number 457, Tommy's Air Shark. Number 458, Megamind the Blue Defender. Number 459, Accordion Hero. And number 460, still the worst game of all time to our knowledge, Mechanica. Meanwhile, our top ten... Was was briefly grazed this evening because of a clerical error on my part. Number 10, Resident Evil 4. Number 9, Elite Beat Agents. 
Number eight, Mother 3. Number seven, Majora's Mask. Number five, The Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword. Or number six, Skyward Sword. What, did I, what just happened? Never mind. Number five, Tetris for the Game Boy. Number four, Locoland. Choo-choo. Number three, Grim Fandango. Still trying it out. Number two, Undertale. And number one, still the best game of all time to our knowledge, The Legend of Zelda Spirit Tracks. Uh, Peter, would you like to plug anything? Um, I don't have anything to plug, but if you want to find me, you can find me on uh, Mordor Mud. I'll be hanging out there for a while. <laughs> Great. Fantastic. Alex, what about you? Uh, I, I, if, I guess you could follow me on Twitter. Sure. Um, at, at Dubsy Wubsy Ubsy. I'm not going to spell that. No, I think you can figure it's it out. It's pretty. It's going to be mush in my mouth. Yeah. Crystal, what about you? Uh, Twitter.com slash Arcane Crystal. Patreon.com slash Arcane Crystal. Uh, the Book of Medora podcast where we talk about The Legend of Zelda. MCU Complete Me where we talk about Marvel movies. Yeah. And I'm running an informal poll at bit.ly slash Let's Place Votes where you can vote for games that you would like to see peer-reviewed. What are the results of that so far? Because I can't see the results. Okay, so currently the top ten in order... Spirit Tracks. Yep. Skyward Sword. <laughs> yep. Locoland. Okay. Elevator Action EX. Okay, uh-huh. sure. <laughs> Undertale. Sure. Westfront Omega, the Amulet of Vega. Okay. Nice. Mother 3. Nice. Okay. Robotron 64. Okay. Persona Ooh. 5. Yep. And Doki Doki Literature Club. Okay, yeah, that that's about what I would expect. Uh, yeah, the battle lines are getting drawn for peer review. It's going to happen in, like, the first or second week of January, and I'm not sure all three of us are going to survive it. <laughs> I'll survive. There will be blood. <laughs> as long as I know how to love, I know I'll stay alive. <laughs> Chelsea, what about you? Uh, you can find me on Tumblr and Twitter at Nitspecibus. All right. As for me, you can follow me on Twitter at SSJSpeedRacer. Uh, you can find this podcast at audioentropy.com alongside a bunch of other great shows like Let's Steal a Podcast. Uh, there's a new one called Basho and Tell, which is about sumo wrestling. Uh, what else? There's Teenagers with Attitude, Totally Reprised, D Comedy, um, the whole bunch of them. Just go to the website. Uh, Transmission you, Radio. Transmission Radio, definitely. Uh,. You can also subscribe to us on iTunes. You can leave a rating or a review. If you left a nice one of those, I'd appreciate it. My ego is so fragile. And if you really like us, you can head back on over to audioentreby.com. Click that motherfucking donut button. Give us some money to buy some donuts. Oh, Oh, yeah, donuts. Donut. Yeah, don't give us... (laughs) Give Lexi money via the... (laughs) donut button uh, to host the website. Yep. Flawless. <laughs> All right. I was thinking about donuts. I haven't had a donut yeah. in a long time. I want a donuts donut. Donuts are pretty good. Yeah. Chelsea, give us a, or, yeah, give us a sign off to get out of here. I really hope you like the sweater. I will. Uh, Crystal. America runs on Duncan. <laughs> Alex. Oh, boy. I don't have one. Okay. Peter. Think of something. Stardew Valley Give a message 48. to the children. Wait, sorry, what was it again? Stardew Valley, number 48. Great. I 
didn't think of one, even though I've done this like 50 times <laughs> at this point. We'll see you next time on Let's Place. I thought I told you not to, but you have.